Pilot Boys in the building. Welcome to the Pilot Boys podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. I am Mechadon here with my co-host, V. Today is March 19th, 2020. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. As you could probably hear, we are quarantined, and we've been affected by the coronavirus pandemic, as have all of you. Please take social distancing seriously. No matter what you think about the severity of the disease, we cannot overburden the healthcare system with cases when they are woefully unprepared. But hopefully we can get back to normal soon. On today's show, we will talk to Randy Wade, the father of standout Ohio State cornerback Sean Wade, about Sean's decision to come back to Ohio State, why they made the announcement press conference style, Coach Combs, and Florida to OSU Pipeline. Shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Remember now that our $5 and up Patreon subscribers will get our episodes on Wednesdays, a night early. These donations help keep our show going. If you want to help keep us on air, you can donate at www.patreon.com forward slash Pilot Boys Podcast. Let's go. Where the Pilot Boys at? You're listening to the Pilot Boys Podcast. Our next guest is the father of superstar cornerback at The Ohio State University, Sean Wade. Please welcome to the show, Randy Wade. What's up, Randy? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank y'all for having me on. Oh, no problem, man. First of all, uh, thank you for joining us. Obviously, you know, we're Ohio State guys and, you know, we, uh, you know, both are graduates of Ohio State. I played at Ohio State. So anything Ohio State related, we're, we're, we're pretty much in tune with. And obviously your son in the, the offseason, um, you know, his story and, and him deciding to come back to Ohio State was not just one of the biggest stories locally, but obviously one of the biggest stories nationally. Talk to us a little bit about that process of deciding, um, you know, you guys collectively as a family deciding whether or not, you know, he's going to come back. And, um, and then also talk to us about how you guys decided to announce that to the public. Um, it, was, it was a big decision because you, you got a lot of stuff going on and you have a very short time to make that decision. Mm -hmm. So, and basically you don't have all the information you need. So basically you, you get all the information you can from Ohio state. Then you get all the information you can from different agents and stuff like that. And, uh, you try to make the best decision, you know, uh, for, for Sean, you know, and, uh, that, that's, that was the biggest thing. But the thing I want to kind of point out to people, man, it's, it's, it's a split decision because you got to think after the Clemson game, we had less than probably, probably less than, about a week, a week or a week and a half, something like that, to make that decision. Right. And yeah. like, if when you really, really focusing on trying to uh, win a national championship, you know, as we want to Sean to do, mm-hmm. we we as parents just took the time to get all the information and get Sean down to to Jacksonville to try to give him the information he needed to know from all all angles, all sides, and the, you know what what happened if he left early this year, ups and downs, and the ups and downs of doing it next year. Right. So you- that, yeah, you, you so that, brought, was a, that was the biggest thing. You brought up a great point in terms of the impact that this this type of decision and the timing of this has on a player. They're they're preparing for a game, and you know they have to think about what am I going to do. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about that process as a, as a parent? Protect. It seems like this is one of the most critical points that you have to protect your son 
from, right, is the outside noise, the agents trying to tell him whatever he needs to hear because they want him to come out and keeping him focused on the task at hand while also knowing that this is a decision, the biggest decision of his life potentially coming up. Can you take us into that, like how you, you know, how you do that as a parent in terms of protecting your child and isolating him and letting him focus on what he needs to focus on? Okay, so so the biggest thing for us is Sean just let me and my wife handle it. Because mm. he knew that if he didn't let us handle it and get him all the information that he was gonna he couldn't focus on, on just playing football. Right. So everybody texted him and called him and stuff like that and he pretty much gave them our number. You know, I gave him criteria of different things that don't give them our number if they're they do a certain things that would turn off to me. I gave certain criteria for that so right. they did that he, he didn't give my number but they met those criteria he gave him my number we met we talked to him and if we felt like uh like they was worth you know kind of talking to we kind of broke it down so like probably like four different uh agents and stuff like that and what people got to realize is most schools want you to come back most agents want you to leave because yeah. right. agents, agents agents want you to leave so they can we lock can you paid. in for one right and yeah, start, they, they, start they, the they, clock they, for they, that second contract yeah. too for that second country. Yeah. So with Sean, what we really had to find out with him is why did you, do you want to stay? Mm-hmm. Like why? After we gave him the information, he said he wanted to stay. And as parents, he was like, why do you want to stay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and really, and in his opinion, he just really felt like he, he didn't, he didn't leave his mark on college football like he should have. Mm-hmm. So meaning like, you know, in high school, he won, he won four uh, state championships in a row. And, and Pop Warner, he actually won a national championship. Wow. So he's won a lot, a lot of championships in a row. He's always been a winner. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and individually, he's always been a winner. So he felt like he had something to prove as far as, like, playing on the outside right. and, and showing people that. And also just, you know, a little bit disrespected being 15, 13, you know, not being mentioned as one of the top corners of the nation. Right. You know, people, people mention that, but they got it behind other people because one of their main reasons is because he's playing on the inside. When you when so, you talked about some of the information too, um, you know, without I'm not trying to get too deep into your business, but I'm curious to know what information did come back. You know, the, what did you guys collect? In your opinion, because your opinion is so, is different from what Sean Sean feels, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what so, were they so, saying? Yeah. So <clears throat> the thing is, I, I I'm not gonna speak on the uh, what's that thing called that they they send the back draft the evaluation. Company. Yeah, the class evaluation. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I I got proof to show it. it's it's flawed. Mm. I can I can show that. I'm gonna leave that alone. Right. So, but the, but the information came back that he was a second or third rounder, uh, by paper. Mm-hmm. But but by word of mouth, the information came back that he was a first or second rounder. Right. So right. it it was real confusing. Yeah. It was real confusing. So so not having anyone to talk to, all thing you can do is get information from different sources. And like you, know you said, and, and like you said, you don't have a lot of time to process that nope. information too. So it's you know it's kind of a quick decision you have to make. Talk to us about your your decide your uh, decision on how to kind of announce it, right? Because there are obviously multiple ways you could have done it. You guys did uh, a press conference, which obviously got a lot of eyeballs. What made you guys decide to go that route uh, in terms of announcing that he was coming back? I'm I'm kind of a PI person. I did 20 years in the Navy. Uh, I know how to like deal people and how to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. So Sean is a very, 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 very humble kid. Mm-hmm. Like humble, very humble. Yeah, um, we met him many, many times. He's yeah. a super humble dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's really quiet. Cool so I'm, I'm not, I'm not like that. You say why? No, he's, he's quiet. quiet. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're quiet. 
<clears throat> but yeah, so I was like, Sean, let's go ahead and do it in Jacksonville. That way, people won't know you're coming back. Because if you do it in Ohio State, when it's time for everybody to report, they're going to know you're coming back. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's, let's put a uh, – everybody think you're leaving because you got a chance to go first or second round. Like, I, I wanted you to leave at one point. Mm-hmm, for so sure. um, let's do it and get home and start your season off, you know, with some excitement, uh, get a Buckeye fans, something to kind of hang on to for a second. And that's why we kind of chose to do in Jacksonville and uh, have some media down there. Thanks to uh, the Edison's role for coming down and, and, and making a, a, a kind of, you know, big event for Sean for this year. Because this is it, man. Hopefully, well, God willing, this is it. Hopefully he can do some big things. Right. One other thing, too, that we wanted to ask you about was kind of, you know, the pressure. Like, you know, from Jacksonville, you mentioned that um, we actually uh, talked to Johnny Dixon and Chindi Tequa on, on the show, who are both Ohio State guys who are also from Florida. It seems as though, you know, when you're making that decision, obviously Sean was a stud. He could have gone anywhere. What, two, two things. One is why Ohio State? Because uh, obviously I'm sure you were involved in that decision as well. And then also – you know, was there a pressure for him to kind of stay closer to home? Yeah, we, we, we wanted him to stay closer to home. But, I mean, the biggest thing is, is to get out of the area where you're from. You know, a lot of people don't don't really talk about that enough. That, that's super big. Right. <clears throat> and getting out of the area means you can't be too close to home where people can come, come visit you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's real. So that is real. That's yeah. real because, I mean, that's just not, you know, that state. You want you want to go a little bit over five five hours, you know what? But people just think come visit you or whatever, because right. we we know kids that had problems with that. Yep. So um, the biggest reason we chose Ohio State is because uh, it's two it's two parts. Out of the, they was recruiting us the hardest at the time that we chose to to commit. Mm-hmm. So our commitment was is a commitment, but it's just a commitment to get you to know get us to know each other better. So we committed early, like tenth grade. So we can get to know Ohio State better than anybody else, mm. All right? Because they because they was coming the hardest. Then after that, it was it was mainly just Coach Combs and his resume. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer was awesome, but it was Coach Combs, man. His him and his resume. That's why I was so so mad when he left. Right. Um, it was him and his resume of, of getting guys to the NFL. That's 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 the biggest thing. That's that's the biggest thing. And did that? Uh, you had a, did so that? You, did Coach Combs's return kind of also play into the decision? Or, or the thought that he was going to return? Did, were you guys aware that that was out there, and did that impact you at all? Yeah, we knew about it, but um, I don't know. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I know, I mean, Sean had three different, you know, uh, DB coaches. Uh, two were very, you know, talked highly about. Uh, the other one, you know, a lot of people don't talk about good or bad or whatever. But um, <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't know. That's a good question. Um. We we already we already knew so it kind of I we never even thought about it right I mean you I know, think we, te- technically yeah. obviously you know you know that he has the talent already right to be so yeah. who the coach is I mean obviously it does matter right but you know at this it point does. in his career I think you guys are confident kind of in in his talent but talk a little bit about Coach Combs a little bit more because you know I think. From social media standpoint, a lot of people know about him. They know about his energy and the juice and all that stuff that he brings. But what is it, in your opinion, from a football standpoint, that you think is valuable and makes him such a good coach? Which is the first thing is it's just it's just upbeat, high energy. Yeah, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get another guy that I know of that's more upbeat and higher in higher energy himself 
then he is a real guy. Like he's a real dude. Like yeah. uh, it's some story. It's some stories I wish I can tell you, man. But like <laughs> he 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 really cares about these kids. Man. Yeah. He really cares. Yeah. Um. They him and Sean, you know, and the rest of the guys, they talk about a lot of things. Coach Combs that they don't talk about with the other coaches, man. Right. It's yeah. real personal. Real right. personable, man. And uh, it's not a front. Yeah. Like it's not a, it's, it's, it's not a front, man. You know, he's no, about business. But it, but it's not a front, and you, that doesn't come around too often. So it's pretty good. What, wanted to also ask you about you know following up on his decision to come to Ohio State, the challenge that that presents. I'm sure in high school, you went, you and your wife went to all of his games and were were present all the time. The difficulty that it creates as a parent to now have to commute from Jacksonville to see to see your son play, and and, and any pressure that that creates. Oh, it, it creates a lot of pressure, especially up front, because uh, kids go through changes. You know, they meet new people, they 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 experience new things. So it's hard to be there to have their back. But it's all a part of growing up, you know. And that's what we really wanted him to do was to grow up and uh, kind of just get out on his own and understand what life was about. Because like at certain different times in high school and certain different times in college, Sean had to make that choice whether he was going to be the person y'all see now. Or somebody else, you yeah. know, and and we had that come to Jesus moment with Urban Meyer on the phone, you know, all that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. And uh, like that's why I, I have a podcast, you know, it's called Daddy's Wild Podcast. I want to plug it real quick, yep. but that's kind of, that's the kind of things we talk about, you know. Every kid is going to have that, and all kids go through some of those same things. As a parent, you just need to kind of lean on other parents, lean on coaches, and, and just kind of talk about it and, and, and get through it. Yeah, and that's I actually want to touch on that a little bit too. Uh, um, piggyback a little bit off of V's question about kind of the pressure that it creates. I think one of the things that's very interesting, not interesting, but one of the biggest issues in kind of college sports, particularly in football and basketball, is money, right? And I think it's a kind of the unspoken thing that some people don't talk about, like it's like taboo to talk about, but we talk about it on this show. And I want to get your opinion on kind of the NCAA you know, I'm not without I'm not trying to get you guys in trouble, but just your thoughts on the image and likeness thing and also whether or not you feel like athletes should be getting compensated considering how big of a market this thing has become. Yeah, I, I think they should. I, I, I was the one who believed before this all even came out that athletes should get a certain percentage of what the cottage makes. So if your cottage makes billions of dollars a year, athletes should get like point point zero three of that money, and that money would cover your tuition and all that kind of stuff. Also, uh, you could get it put away in something like a 401k that you you can only receive after you graduate. Mm-hmm. If you don't graduate, if you don't graduate, you don't receive it. I say that first. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, the image and likeness is going to be good, but it's not going to affect that many people because a lot of people are not going to be able to make money off of the image and likeness. But yeah. you know, some are, some yeah. are. So, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how how it's done and. Hopefully kids can go back into their local areas that's doing big things and just, you know, make a couple of dollars that, that, that help out. You know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, from an image and likeness, stamp, name, image and likeness standpoint, first of all, I think it's unfair for them to be able to use your name, image and likeness and make money off of it. And you don't get to profit off it at all. And you are right. There are, there are there, the industry is going to be very top heavy, right? The people at the top mm-hmm. with, with big names, um, you know, are going to be the ones you're going to benefit the most, which actually could potentially create some wild incentives, too, for like, you know, people hiring social media marketing teams or whatever or, or figuring out a mm-hmm. way to get a ton of followers. 
But I do think <laughs> that the opportunity, like you said, even if it's the, you know, the the hundredth guy on the team, you know, and he has an opportunity to go back to his hometown because he plays for Ohio State, but he's from like some small town in in Maine or something like that. There should be an opportunity mm-hmm. for for him to benefit off of that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. So I'm definitely interested to see how that plays out too. Yeah, and there should yep. be you know team related like with the video games coming back. There are going to be things that are distributed to everyone um, that everyone can benefit from. And then there are also guys who are really good college players who create a legacy for themselves, may, might even win a big trophy, but aren't good enough to make it in the NFL. To have the opportunity to make money while they have that hype is also something that that could benefit those guys as well. Yeah. And one other question, last question I'll, I'll ask you before we get get you out of here. Um, first of all, thanks for joining us. This is this has been really good. Is kind of your responsibility as as a father, right? You're you're fairly outspoken on social media about a, a wide range of issues, which I think is fantastic. Do you first of all do you and like you said, you also have your podcast, the Daddy's Ball Podcast, which is also very informative. Do you feel any type of pressure, um, given the fact that you know that on some level, you know, obviously you're you're your own man, but you're also representing Sean, and to an, by an, ex, an extension, a little bit, you're also representing the university. Uh, these are questions that V and I actually deal with sometimes too. Do you feel any pressure or kind of responsibility there? Yeah, I, I definitely do. I use that pressure also. So, like, uh, so I'll give you a quick example. If it's something I don't like or whatever, not everything. Small things that no, some things that I don't like, I will say things because the university that does see it because they tell Sean about it. Right. Uh, but I do realize that I have to slow down on some of the things I say because, like you said, I represent definitely represent Sean. But I'm gonna be me. I'm not. I'm not a Lavar Ballish type dude. My, my thought process <laughs> is a, a, a totally different because I just see a lot of issues and problems with with kids, and I just like w- w- like to use a platform that you know of me myself and I. But also with Sean, I do understand that my platform wouldn't be as big if Sean was the person he is today. So I will hopefully one day that Sean be outspoken and see some of the views and stuff we talk about at home right. to try to help other people. Because that's all, that's all we try to do is, is try to help other people yeah. and, and parents, man. Because it's just so crazy how many kids and parents go through the same issues and because we don't talk, uh, it, we just continuously, it continuously happens. Continuously happens. Well, you know, that's, at a, end of this, that's a great ahead. point, too. I'm not sorry to cut you off, but, you know, we, we, V and I have been advisors to many athletes and, and particularly college athletes and guys coming out of Ohio State. And some of the things that we've seen, <laughs> I mean, from agents and some of the just uh, even within families, it's right? crazy. It's crazy, 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 crazy. So I can't only imagine um, actually being a parent of, a, of, of someone who's going through it. I can't even imagine what it is that you guys are, are dealing with as well. So that's great what you're doing. I mean, as, as someone who, who's been around for Sean's career, I think this question is uh, pertinent for you. What, where do you see Sean's ceiling personally yourself? As a football player and as a cornerback, what what do I see his his feeling? His ceiling, ceiling. Oh, ceiling! Oh, it's up there, man. Um, it's up there, but I'm a I'm a I'm an old school dad, man. You got to show me. Yeah. So like, I'm not I, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. When everybody says Sean is good, when he comes to the house, uh, we come to his game, man. Because we are, we are a championship family. Like all my kids have have national championships in some sport. Wow. So like. Wow. When 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 he comes to the crib and he thinks he's doing good, we we we, we dogging him. Yeah, like we yeah. dog each other. We it's important. We're real competitive. You know what I'm saying? And then when in our household, when you do good, we might smile. Right. But if you do anything bad, we we dogging. We, we going off on each other. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? So 
that's that's our that's our kind of house. I I, I think he could be great, but uh, you got to show us. Yeah, it's your time. Yeah, <laughs> it's your time. You know, that's how that's how that's how we roll. Yeah. You know? No, that's that's awesome. First of all, congratulations, right? I'm a new parent. I have a son that's two. You know, I, I watch all of you guys that, you know, are, are doing this. And first of all, to have multiple kids, I can't even imagine what that's like, let alone, like you said, multiple championship uh, type, you know, athletes and, and kids and what the schedules are like for that. It's grueling. I, I've seen it. You know, my, my siblings are going through it. It's amazing. So the fact that you've been able to do that keep it together, you know, and still keep a, a clear head is, is amazing. So. 20 years in the Navy probably comes in handy, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It definitely does. For sure. Definitely does. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Pilot Boys podcast. This is, this is great. Obviously, you know, we just got acquainted, but I'm sure we'll continue having discussions. We seem fairly like-minded. Everybody definitely check out uh, Daddy's Ball podcast, which is Randy Wade's podcast. Very, very informative. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Appreciate you. All right, thanks, All right, man. Have a good one. All right. All right, you too. Love the Pilot Boys podcast? Support us on Patreon. Supporters can pledge as little as $1. We have some cool perks on there. Check out www.patreon.com forward slash Pilot Boys podcast. Show us some love today. That's all we have for today's show. Big thanks to our guest, Randy Wade. Thanks to everybody for listening. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Subscribe to the Pilot Boys podcast on Apple, Spotify, Patreon, and YouTube. And please follow us on social media at Pilot Boys Pod on Twitter and at Pilot Boys Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And follow the hosts on Twitter. I am at Mechadon Music and V is at Viswant. We love you guys, but social distance, social distance, social distance. And always remember, be you, you is fly. Pilot Boys out. Where the Pilot Boys at? Boys, we get on up. We gon' fly, boys, we get up. So go fly, 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 fly,